Well, it's the start of a new week, and today I want to show you an excellent short video that I watched over the weekend by my good friend Aaron Ironside. Now, the description of the video says, When issues are important enough to go to a public referendum, should the media report both sides of the debate evenly and let the public make up their minds? Or is the media's role to influence the vote? We look at a recent referendum and whether the media coverage reflected the public mood. Well, that was a description of the video. You probably know how this is going to end up, eh? But Aaron's explanation of his personal experience is fascinating. Let's check it out. So before I show you the clip, there's a new online resource called The Common Room, commonroomnz.com. And the common room contains short videos, which, as I say, unpack the big ideas that affect our daily lives and futures. And they've invited some big thinkers and doers to unpack the big ideas that are shaping our society to make sense of what matters. That means praising some things, as they say, and calling out others. And they do this with short animated videos on everything from politics to inspiring stories. And a perfect example, as I said, I watched over the weekend was when Aaron Ironside presented his thoughts on the recent cannabis referendum. Uh, look, I won't say any more. I'll let Aaron do the talking. I'll never forget the day I was announced as the spokesperson for Say Nope to Dope. An anonymous radio announcer told me if I intended to speak out against cannabis legalisation, he would bring every power at his disposal to destroy me. I spent 25 years in the New Zealand media, including time as a newsreader, and I struggled to believe that bias would be an issue. I'd quickly learn that some journalists are no longer satisfied with reporting the news. They want to make the news. And they nearly managed it. A referendum victory was against all odds. Say Nope to Dope was up against 10 Yes campaigns, and the media determined to give them an advantage. It wasn't a fair fight, but common sense prevailed. After the election, we analysed the print media coverage of the referendum. Most Kiwis expect balanced reporting of important issues, regardless of how they see things. All they want is enough information to make a good decision. What we uncovered was shocking. Advocates promoting the yes position were quoted twice as often as our side. Over half the articles failed to quote anyone from the no campaign twice as often as the yes perspective was omitted. When they did quote us, it was often printed at the bottom of the story, where only the dedicated would discover. A third of all articles were entirely biased towards the yes point of view, but only 6% of articles were biased towards no. Put simply, yes coverage was twice as biased as no. Those writing the stories hoped to change minds. If their stories had instead reflected the attitudes of voters, they would have been evenly balanced. Over 50% of adults opposed legalisation. But you'd never guess that, browsing through the newspapers. However, it wasn't just the biased coverage that concerned me. It was seeing firsthand that journalists were willing to distort the coverage and attempt to discredit our message. Say Nope to Dope was an alliance of around 20 organisations who fell under the umbrella of Smart Approaches to Marijuana NZ. We'd borrowed the name from a US organisation that provides research on cannabis legalisation to American politicians. Well, early in the campaign, I was interviewed by a well-known TV journalist about the role that Sam USA had in our campaign. The accusation was that they were secretly bankrolling our efforts. 
and trying to affect the outcome of the referendum. I explained that we only used their research and borrowed their name, that they weren't involved in strategizing or funding SAMNZ. We even offered to produce an auditor's letter that proved that we were 100% funded by concerned Kiwi families. That same journalist interviewed someone from SAMUSA who confirmed our story. And despite all this, the next day, the news story was about how the US was interfering in the New Zealand elections. Justice Minister Andrew Little was even fed information that this was true. Yet all along, they knew they were selling a lie. We were pretty angry and demanded an opportunity to correct the error. The next day, a 20-second clarification was broadcast, but not during the news, just after the sports news. Sadly, the damage was done. The question of US involvement would plague us for the remainder of the campaign. You can imagine how frustrating and ironic it was to answer a false accusation created by journalists wanting to change the outcome of the referendum. It was sad that we could no longer assume that the news media is impartial and objective. Some journalists now yearn to be influencers. They want to see their name in the history books. Too many are more interested in followers than facts. I never believed fake news was a real thing until I watched the facts get twisted into a new narrative barely inspired by actual events. It doesn't happen for every issue, but it did on this one. The news media needs to take a long, hard look at itself. Kiwis deserve to hear both sides of the story reported without editorial bias. Without balanced reporting, that space can be filled by extremists and conspiracy theorists. They offer their own distortion of reality. Truth still matters. I'm Aaron Ironside for The Common Room. Yeah, fascinating, wasn't it? Aaron is spot on. It was an eye-opening time for all of us as to how the news media were handling some of these crucial and contentious debates. And, and check out commonroomnz.com. There's some other great videos there. Um, and you'll note that Aaron was also referring to the analysis which we commissioned and published after the referendum that analysed all the media coverage. It was a pretty shocking report card for the mainstream media, and yet in recent debates, including the conversion therapy debate, the abortion debate, they haven't got better. They've actually got worse. And then the news media wonder why their trust ratings are going through the floor. Sadly, we can no longer rely on the media to report the facts. And I think that's problematic for everyone. It's time for us to use discernment with all things at all times. Yeah.